Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Mash the Tea. Although to be fair, I don't have tea this time, I have a coffee. Uh, trying to keep myself going. But mash the coffee, it's a... Get yourself a drink and sit back and chill. It's been a while since I've done last podcast. Um, I went for a bit of a, do I really want to do podcasting? And I realised it is something I want to do. It's just maybe not in the style that I've been doing it and I've been getting a bit bored of it because I don't want to just bombard you with information. I want you to take little bites away and know I can do some good. It's not something that I just want to chat away and hope one day it may do some good in the possible future. I want you to take, be able to take bits away and to be able to do something with it now. That being said, um, just a little quick update. I seem to do these <coughs> just, I'm sorry, I'm very croaky this morning. Um, I seem to be doing these just before every podcast, but we'll give you a little update. I've decided to start a self-development service. So those that are seeking um, goals but no, don't know what their barriers are, I'm currently trying to set up something so that we can help people get past them and I do want to stress that I do I especially emphasize this with men now women please don't go mad with me but when it comes to talking emotions and our emotional barriers we women we we get as much help as we want really I mean we can there is no barrier that stops us talking about our emotions and I that's a fantastic thing yes I know that some women do struggle talking about emotions I'm not there are issues around that but when it comes to men and talking about their emotions it has been proven that it's escalated and there is one theory that that is the reason why suicides are so high in men because if men as women get older the chance of suicide or the risk of suicide goes is lower but as men get older it gets higher and significantly higher and I do think that's down to the fact that men um, a, a few reasons men with women taking over a lot more responsibility in the workplace how we see ourselves and that's good that is a good thing I am not saying that's not a good thing that is a fantastic thing that we are now equals but it's left or oh, working towards equals there's still a lot, a lot of work to be done but I feel that in doing so it's left men with a a loss of responsibility and accountability because they've been told for so long that's their place. Now, with women going, no, you don't need to do that. Where well, is their place? And then there's obviously toxic masculinity that's that that comes from that and many other places. What a man's place is the traditional sense of it. On top of men are not allowed to speak about their emotions because they've got a man up and and up and they have emotions. They have to. They're human. So I feel like that's another thing that I want to stress on the fact that I want to help men as well. And not only that, but as a woman, I know what it's like to be oppressed by men. I I do come with a certain amount of privileges, like I am white and stuff like that. But I come with the fact that I am a woman and there is a certain system that is set up more geared towards men. But I know that that is a sense of oppression. But I wouldn't want to put that pressure onto anybody else. If I felt it, I want to make allies, not enemies. And if I can get men to understand a viewpoint they've never seen before, 
that also benefits them and benefits women, win-win, win-win. So, yeah, that's uh, if you're looking into wanting to get past emotional barriers, please contact me. Um, you can find me on, on Instagram. Uh, for, for It's called Lioness Coaching Courage. Um, so it's Lioness underscore CC. Um, you can find me on there or you can find me in on Facebook. Just look for Lioness and you'll find me with the big red hair. And um, so, yeah, that's the, the update for that. Um, I want to go into the fact that of restarting. And I, I feel like this is something that is not discussed enough about. is the fact that it's, it's absolutely okay to restart as much as we want. Um, they say on average that most people have six careers in their lifetime and it never goes to plan yet but we seem to have this thing we're supposed to stick to um you know supposed to go to college go to university get a great job have kids have the house live happily ever after i don't know about you but that so didn't go to plan with me i had the kid first if you don't know, I was a teenage mother. Um, so I had the kid first, then I had the house and the really, well, I, I had the relationship as well, but then I had another kid and that relationship broke down and there was another relationship. And then I went to college and then I had to leave college and then I went back to college and then I changed career paths and I was going to be a teaching assistant and I was not going to be a teacher. Then I was going to, I also, before that I was going to be an art teacher and then that didn't work out. And then I was going to be a, a counsellor for the deaf and now I'm going on to being a counsellor and psychologist for everyone. I did do a few years of uh, sign language for that. It, it, the, the whole concept of restarting is... There is many factors to it and I would like to stress about the resign because you guys, if you listen to the postcard, or you listen to my old one, a couple wave, if you want to go, you can still find it, the, the episodes are still up, that the idea that you cannot restart, um, or there is a, quite a few things to it. So I'm going to go through them and if you resonate with any of these, um, maybe sit and have a, a, a five minute meditate of a how you think and feel about this. So restarting. Um, the idea that you cannot restart is poppycock. I like that word, poppycock. Because you can restart at any point in time in your life. And I think what holds one of the reasons what holds us back is the fact that we have dedicated so much time, effort and money to one career path. Um, whether or not that we've gone to, to college for that or we've worked our way up in a business sense we have attached ourselves to that is what we are and if we've been there for a long time we have a certain amount of I don't know attachment to that um, loyalty to that concept and also like we have that idea of oh but I've spent so long doing this um I kind of what else could I do like not only that but I've made my bed I lie in it I've done that it's rubbish. What you've done is set yourself into, I'm too scared. I have, whether or not, it's like a relationship. When we've been in it for so long, but we're not happy. We kind of go, oh, but we're in it. 
And yes, you can do things to see if you're actually happy or if you're not happy or if it's just you need a, a new role in your job or new responsibilities because we feel happiness when we have responsibilities. And if we are or we've learning new things and if we've got all the responsibilities and learned everything that we need to learn, it's like, I'll say it again, it's like a relationship. If you've got everything out of it that you possibly can and neither of you are happy, maybe it's time to change, cut cords, shake hands and walk away. Just because you spent a lot of time with something doesn't mean to say you should continue with it. you got to step out of that comfort zone. So fear is a one, is a massive one because when we step out of evolutionally, when we step out and, and be seen and out of our comfort zone and out of the area that people know us, is we, we stand out and we stand out in an evolution as we used to die. But we still have that anxiety about stepping out of our comfort zone. And the thing with comfort zone is it's comfortable. It's where the word obviously comes from. It's comfortable. But comfort doesn't necessarily mean happiness. And starting over is going to bring on every level of anxiety that you can actually have. But just because of that doesn't mean to say it's a bad thing. We have this this thing of just because it's triggered our anxiety means it's bad. Not necessarily. It's just made us nervous. It's gone put us through an anxious because we don't know it. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how we're going to feel about it. We fear what's going to happen about it. Will it work? Will it not work? What am I going to do? And you're going to have that no matter what situation you step out of your comfort zone, whether or not, again, it's a relationship, um, different clothes, whether or not it's a new job. If you're starting over, you're, you're allowing yourself to be seen in a different light, and that's scary. And that shouldn't be the reason to stop you from starting over. Another thing is self-doubt. Are we going to be any good at it? Well, you're not bloody not until you start. And who says you can't go back? I'm just going to play devil's advocate here for a second. You start something new and it crashes and burns. What's stopping you going back to what you did before? I mean, really. Your skills are not going to go away. That diploma or that degree or that amount of years of experience are never going to go away. Nothing stops you from going back. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but I mean, moving forward is always the best option. But if needs be, like I've always said, I'm in uni at the moment and, you know, when money's been tight, I've always said I'd be quite happy, although I hate it. No, this is no disrespect for anybody that works in retail. It's just, for me, retail, I could not get along with it. I could not get along with how people went from one supervisor say one thing and then one supervisor says another and then you got in trouble for not doing the right thing. Also, it's very... It, for me, retail is all about how much money you can get in and there doesn't seem to be enough care in it. And that's why I tend to go to businesses that do care. But I digress. I've always said that at the end of the day, I know that if I needed to get a retail job, I have years of retail experience I'd quite happily do it if I needed to, 
to cover my base until I get back to where I want it to be. There's always that option. But I think starting over is, is admitting to yourself, you're not happy, you've had this idea, it's been roaming around your head, and you've had yourself doubt, you've had it, oh, what am I going to do, step out my comfort zone, what are people going to think, because we do care about judgment, no matter how anybody says, they do not care, you care to a certain point, and if you're turning around and saying to people, with any emotional touch to it, saying, I don't care, you care, you care, if you're saying, I don't care in an angry manner, you care, because you've got an emotion attached to it, and anything that you have an emotional attachment to, triggers something in you, and you actually do care. So we've gone for you've gone for a lot, but it's, it's saying to yourself that you are worth that restart just to see because the idea of it is it's better to know and for it to you know the old saying it's better to have loved than lost than to have never loved at all. Whoever said that, brilliant. But it's true. What that that's what that quote means is it's better to know than to have never done. It's better to find out than live with regrets. And I think that comes to starting off. If you really have something on your mind, I know so many people that have gone, Oh, if I was younger, if I was younger I would have done this and the other. On average we live to like eighty now and the lifespan is getting longer and longer and longer. You have plenty of years to do whatever the hell you want. I mean, obviously, don't be a dick about it. But you have plenty of years to do what the hell you want. So what's stopping you? I mean, as I say, I've just gone through a, a, a plethora of what could be holding you back. But I'm going to say this to you. If there is something that has been sat on your mind, you've daydreamed about, You've wondered what it would be like to do. And the thought of it brings a smile to your face. In any small way, investigate it. You don't have to give up your job straight away. You don't have to change your educational path. You don't have to throw yourself back into uni. You don't have to tell your family that you're quitting and and pursuing this with no options whatsoever. Dig a little deeper. If there's any small way you can find out if this path is the right one for you before you go heads in, figure it out. Find any small connection to the to the new career or the new whatever you want to do in any small connection. For me, it was before I decided I wanted to go into the psychologist path, it was looking into what psychologists do. Looking into people who were psychologists, and and even though it's not, it's completely different than going through the experience. Knowing what their job role is helped me decide that was the path I wanted to go on. Or going, having a look at an open day at a university, if that was what you were planning to do. Obviously, can't do it in this time as a uh, as a in-person thing but you can do and lots of universities have onlines if you were thinking of going and starting back in education for a new career path maybe look at, at what it would entail what speak to people that are in that 
job role or doing that thing or have opened the shop that you would like, the florist shop that you would like to do. Look into these people that have done it. Speak to people that have done it. Because anything that anybody has wanted to do, somebody has done it before them. Somebody has always done it before them. As they said, there's never a new idea. Somebody's always done it before you. I'd also like to say, take some of their steps. Because if you do decide to go ahead, use them as a mentor. They might not be in the same exact path. Nobody's ever in the exact same path as you. You're an individual person. But in the role, they might have a few tips. So speak to somebody who is in where you want to be. Give yourself comfort in the uncomfortable because if we can break it down and we can see that it is doable and we see other people doing it we know it's okay I've had somebody say to me the other day how they met somebody who spoke several languages and she said she'd always want to speak a different language and this person was multilingual and it made her cry because we saw when we see something that is possible, it affects us because it's something that we long for. I've spoken, I've got onto conversations on, on my bank rang me to have a health check, health check. I know you can't see me air quote in here, but air quote in health check. And I ended up talking to her about what I was doing because she wants to do it herself and she said to me you're in the same situation as me and you're doing it it makes me believe it's possible we need to see these people doing it so look for the people that are doing it they might not be they might be famous they might not be famous you don't know i don't know what path you want to go and what restart you want to do but look for the people that have done it because they'll be able to not even might not necessarily be able to teach you or give you any words of advice but the fact that they're doing it shows you it can be done when we when we start over something it feels like we're trashing the past and going forward i'm going to say this to you is your past still brings you enough to your restart for one if you didn't have your past you wouldn't got to whatever you're restarting not only that, but your past has all these habits, all these experiences, all these, this bit of information, what, how you manage yourself and all that lot. All these things and all the things that you've learned, you will take them into the new. You'll just adapt them and change. In the same way as when you first acquired these skills, you had to adapt and change them for you. You are not denying your past. You are thanking it for allowing you to get to this point but now that no longer serves me I'm going to move on to the new and I think that's what it is is we need new we need learning we need we, we need something that keeps us going because if we've learned everything we need to learn and took all the responsibilities that we can do we know in ourselves it's time for new and I speak for this and I know a lot of mothers will talk about this, but I'm going to talk about this, is the fact that when our children grow up, we, as a mum, I can't speak for a dad, although I have heard a few dads say the same thing, I still can't speak to them, I'm only a mum. 
as my children got older and I had to do less for them, I lost a certain amount of what I'm supposed to do in a day because a lot of my responsibilities were around making sure they were okay. Once they were gone, I felt lost because all of that was gone. What am I supposed to do when I have all this free time? What am I going to do? Well, that's when it changes and you take all the skills that you've learned that you no longer use and practice them in whatever you're doing for starting over because in being a mum, responsibility. I can handle a lot of responsibility. I was, I am responsible for two lives. But as they've got older, they don't need me to be so responsible for their life. I had to learn to let go. So I've got, I have an understanding of responsibility, organisation, my time, all of that, those skills that I no longer needed for my children as much, I could transfer over to something that I could do, like going back to university, going to college, because you've got independent learning. A lot of it. Am I perfect? No. Was I a perfect mother? Am I a perfect mother? No. But I'm doing my best. I'm being perfect in an imperfect way. I'm being perfectly mean in an imperfect way. But that's a tangent. We all are our perfect selves in an imperfect way. Because we're human. The air is human. To forgive divine. <laughs> Alright, that went on a tangent, but still. Um, starting over is... Don't see it as the end of something. It's just an, ad, an adaptation. You've evolved. You've changed past what you, were, what you thought you were going to do. And that's okay. It's scary. It's scary stepping out and being seen to be different. It's scary changing what people's expectations of you are. It's scary worrying about that judgment. Trust me, it's scary about people's judgment. It's it's scary leaving the safety of where you've been for, in some cases, some people, 30, 40 years. But my my thing I'm always going to come down to is when people have spoken to older people, like OAPs, the, that older generation, and the first thing they say is, you don't regret the stuff that you did do, you regret the stuff that you didn't do. So find out, figure it out, in that sense of what you want to do, even if it's just in small ways, maybe it's a side project, maybe you don't, you know, I don't suggest you quitting and leaving your family in dire need, but if there is a small way that you can figure out yourself to be able to grow that, then please, just for your own curiosity, I know they said this, the old saying of curiosity killed the cat, but it's not the full saying. The full saying is curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. That's the whole fact of, you know, cats have nine lives, but the satisfaction of knowing it sorted out, it went for its curiosity, it brought it back. It satisfied its needs. So, full of sayings today. I didn't realise I knew that many. <laughs> so I'm going to leave this with you. Is It's better to know than to relive with regret. 
And if you feel that something is ready for you to start over, and I seem to be seeing it within the age brackets of about 30 upwards because we've spent last 30 years being told we're supposed to do things a certain way people get to 25 we realize maybe that's not the right way but it still takes another five years for us to go really isn't the right way and I'm not happy because you know we've been told we're supposed to do things a certain way and that's not the case there is no certain way to do life there is no specific way to do life we do live in a social setting that tells you that you're supposed to do a b and c and if you want to go b c a d f t x z a then by all means do because there is no set path on how you're supposed to live life the only thing that is a certain path is how to live your life and how you decide it like mario in a game the only thing you can do is control you so on that note my lovely people please investigate your curiosity don't be a dick about it that is all i'm gonna say <laughs> don't leave your family with nothing please please don't leave your family with nothing but do investigate so i'm gonna leave you there I'm gonna keep what I'm trying to trying to do now from now on is to keep these podcasts short. I think I run run over sometimes and ramble, and I I don't want to bore the crap out of your luggles, so I'm gonna keep these short, sweet, twenty five minutes ish by the time I finish it. Um, so thank you for joining on me, um, Mashati. If you like this, please uh, share it, comment. I'd love to hear what people have to say about it. if it's a subject that you wanna get to know more on if you'd like some information on anything that I speak about obviously at the moment we're just talking about one thing of starting over if you'd like to know more about my coaching please contact me as I say you can contact me on Instagram uh, lioness underscore cc I do have my running stuff so that's lioness runs which is lioness underscore runs and if you want to know more about me as always it's flamed lioness there's always a way you can find me trust me I'm everywhere I'm like furniture. I don't go anywhere. But (laughs) on that note, my lovely people, the tea has been mashed, or in this case, the coffee has been drunk. And I will speak to you lovely people later. Bye. Take care.